folks. Welcome to Yelling About Pate. I am Carl Hess. With me, as always, Mr. Joel Miller. Mm, Looking no. a bit frazzled, fresh back from Vegas. No, I feel good. What are you, you feeling good? I do. F- I mean, I feel good. I, f- I, find- I slept last night, okay. so there we go. Okay. I got that going for me. You know, Vegas is one of those places that I just never really like. Oh, no. It's a very, like, uh, like, I hate it and love it, but I mostly dislike it. Now I, I feel like there's this newer food scene where there's all these cool restaurants. Like, when I was going to it all the time in college, because we would go there all the time because we were close by, it was fucking garbage. Yeah. I never ate anything good there. Yeah, but you realize that, like, with all the good stuff, there's, like, a bunch of garbage oh, nonsense. Well, like, sure. pronto by Giada. Like, you don't fucking go there. Uh, do not bring my girl Giada into this. She is so perky and so sweet. I bet so good. How dare you? I bet you it's not good. Uh, you could, what, we could check their the Yelp reviews. What was the best thing you ate? We don't need to go into your hole. I know yeah, you had I don't some wanna, I don't topsy-turvy really. times out there. Yeah, I mean, it, it, was, a, it was a deal. But, uh, I mean, we went to Bardo, and uh, they had puff pastry wrapped snails, which were really fucking tight. Ooh. And then... Um, very oh, very traditional. Yeah, super traditional. Uh, it was I don't know it was really good. I mean I had a I had a lot of stuff. We ate at Mumafuku too. Oh, uh, had some steam buns. Had What's the one there called? Mumafuku Co. I think is that Co. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know man. I was like worse for wear when I got when I got there. I was like super hazy in my in yeah, my in my days. I also like hadn't it. eaten in like a day until I actually got there, and then I ate there, and then went to Bardo and ate there, and then. Had like a sandwich Damn, like a little later. You had a fucking weekend. Yeah, no, it was like a lot of like calories within like a small amount of time. But sure. And a lot of Budweiser. Like oh, God, Budweiser. why? I don't know, man. <laughs> it's just because it's like it feels right. You're it was in like, that Vegas I, like dirt bag for mode. Like, for like all the nice like Sancerre I drank, I really like just kind of balanced right. it out with some, you gotta, some buds. You got to balance out the Chris Whites. Yeah. With the... I also definitely had uh, like slushy pina coladas from a How fucking How was that? Thing. I mean, they're great. They're, okay. they're lovely. Are Those you fucking, are deadly. Are you fucking kidding fuck me? It's hot as shit outside. I just, I'm just like, give me whatever's in that thing. I would appreciate that now. Sure. Was it super hot? Uh, it wasn't actually as bad as I thought. Okay, because Vegas can be like 115, and you're just like, Why yeah. Am I, I mean, we weren't there. The I mean, I guess doing? it was like really hot the week before, but it was like, I mean, a balmy 97. Okay, I would okay. say it was. It wasn't. It wasn't as. It wasn't that bad, but it wasn't that great. I mean, it was Vegas. It was. Not, it was a mix of great and not so great. Sure. And uh, as it always. And is. every time you leave, you're just happy to be gone. Right. Somehow Vegas is like simultaneously the absolute worst and best place in the world. Yeah, but there's just so mu- there's so much to do and it's so concentrated in a little area. But it's and also it, so garbage but it, and depressing. But, it, but there's just so many like depressing things that you see like immediately walking into like a gaming room oh, where God. like you just, you just see broken people. Oh, everywhere. just broken people. Not and like pe- you don't see that in LA, but Vegas is a whole different level. <laughs> it's the concentration of broken people. They're yeah. just so like the ratio like, right of there. brokenness is yeah. ooh, that's a bad ratio. It's like a five to one ratio. It's right a bad, there. It's it's like, a bad more like one. Like two to one over here. It can be. It can what be. What about enough? Enough on my. How about what about you? You, I had, you went to Santa. Barbara. I also got out of town, weekend. but I went to the nicest place ever, Santa Barbara, <laughs> California. Which, if you haven't been, it's you know an hour and a half north of LA, uh, up on up on the the ocean, and it's just like it's just nice. We're going camping around. It's there just there like happy week. white people wearing Patagonia and like drinking <laughs> wine. And I'm like this. Could how be many my scene. sandals did you see? Oh my god! It's all. It's rampant. Closing your toes off from the world? Not allowed there. Not, that's not allowed. Your, your toes have to be out, and you have to have a 401k, or you're not even allowed on the street. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's super nice. It's, you know, it's like a pretty wealthy Oceanside community. The wine thing is big. Right. Obviously, right, right. it's wine country. Yeah. So they have this, this area downtown called the Funk Zone. Yes, I've heard of yeah, the, the Funk, funk Zone. the Funk Zone's great. So it's basically just their little downtown pedestrian area full of winery tasting rooms and bars and restaurants yeah and it's it's fucking cool plus it's called the funk zone which is 
That's just like, a good like name for a zone. Yeah. If I'm if I'm in a zone, I want it to be a funk I want to be in the funk zone. Like danger zone sounds cool, but like you don't want to really be in the yeah, danger I know, zone. Because it's dangerous. Yeah. Funk zone, you're like, that's the kind of zone I'm trying to hang out Damn in. Damn right. Uh so it was it was rad. I actually took Farley's recommendation. Shout out to Farley. Shout out to Farley. Uh, he's never wrong. And you went, went with uh, Brooks too. I was with Brooks Wheelan, top nice. ten guest Brooks Wheelan. Top ten. Uh, how much fast food did you eat? We didn't eat any fast that food. That is shocking. I I, am I uh, we we went to a tasting room and got oysters. Ooh. And then on the way back, we stopped at this restaurant, Lokita, on Farley's recommendation. You know I'm always looking for the good Spanish food. Of course. This place really fucking nailed it. Really gets your it's dick like hard. I know. Iberico leg on the fucking counter, poor owns of Spanish wine. Those are those Ooh. little pitchers that have a point and you can like yeah. hold it away from your face and it shoots wine directly into your mouth. Any kind of wine delivery system that's hitting you're, me right you're in on the board. mouth, I'm on board. You're on board. Uh, just great tapas, really nice menu. We got, you know octopus the whole thing they got the wood fire grill working in there gorgeous restaurant just i couldn't have been happier you give me ham and a fucking pitcher of wine i can pour directly into my face i mean i'm the happiest boy around. that is that is your heaven yeah i just put on a panagonia fleece place. and some birkenstocks and i'm like are you wearing white sh- white looking. jeans though that's the most no important we thing. went to actually do a little hike so i was kind of in like we kind of looked shoddy because we uh, were like we hiked up to this like uh, swimming hole which was the old, oh the old swimming we, hole. We hiked up to the old oh, swimming you went, hole. You went to the old swimming hole. It, it felt like very summer. You know? did it have a tire swing attached? To no, but there was uh, like that's teens not a real swimming jumping hole, off then. rocks and people had oh, rats. Oh, there were teens there. Oh, there's oh, so many oh, teens. Oh man, but it was great because they gave us natural light. <laughs> like you know, we're, I have my little wine skin, so we're like floating around, and they're like, I'm like, hey, they're they're, they're like beer bonging natural light. I'm like, hey, throw me a natural light. He just throws me a beer. I'm like, I just like pound it. I'm so you around. did drink cr- trash beer. I drank one or two to fit in with the teens. I don't want them to think I'm old and out of touch. Uh, and then we gave them some of our wine. They were like, this is actually super dank. I was like, I, I just changed a man's life. <laughs> I just changed this kid's life. He didn't, even, he didn't even know about a Chris White until I came along with oh, my wine skin. You're, do, you're doing the Lord's work, really. I, I don't even remember what it was. We bought some wine at a, at a place on the way up. But it was good. And yeah, just super relaxing. It's nice to get out of town. You it's know, always in, nice to get out of town. Summer. I'm actually going camping this weekend near Santa you Barbara. You are? Yeah, for my birthday. What, what? It is going to be my birthday when this drops. Oh, well, when thanks this for the drops. fucking invite. Well, first of all, fuck off. <laughs> Second of all, you got invited to Musso and Frank. We're going to dinner. Yeah, I know. And then we're going to walk over to Dave and Buster's while we're fucked up on martinis and play lots of games. I haven't been to Dave games. and Buster's in so long. So much fun. We're going to tear that place down. It's so much what, fun. What's your, what's your food camping plan? Because I love, um, I love cooking over fire outside, and I'm always just like, I just love bringing steaks. Uh, yeah, I mean, we might like do steaks, steaks or like... Steaks over a fire? Dude, can't steaks are like, chi- like just like chicken thighs over fire, and it's great. Um, the, the reality is that I'll probably just bring like... like ground beef and buns and just make it super fucking easy mm, i don't know yeah. i feel like is it just gonna be you, you and your girl yeah okay yeah okay well then you're keeping it easy it's not like a big group you're yeah, all yeah no we're just go, we're going there we're gonna go we're just gonna do some hiking hang out just do do some uh, light camping you know can't, you- can't swim in the lake what? Yeah, Where are you going? I know. it's a non-swimmable lake. Really? I, don't, I don't remember what it's called. She booked it. So. Oh God, yeah. I'm not gonna. She she booked you at campsite next to a non-swimmable lake. Yeah, I know. This is grounds for divorce. <laughs> what what is the problem with the lake? Is it water I, quality? I, I don't know. Is there I'm some creatures? There's just living like, in the lake. There's like megalodons in there, okay. and you just can't swim <laughs> right. in there because the like, shark threat attacks. is real. Don't worry about it. Just yeah. do not set foot just in the don't water. Don't set foot in the lake. Uh, which is fine. I mean, we're only gonna we're gonna be there for uh, for about a day, okay, uh, day and a half, well, that's and then we're fun. gonna drive back back down. It's here. always great getting. It's just it's just a little just a getaway because we haven't gone camping since we went to Sequoia for like that week, and uh, we just have all this camping equipment that we want to use. But right, 
You got to get out there. Got to get out there. Got to get out there. Also, you're wearing a Negroni shirt. I am. You don't even like Campari. I don't. Why are you wearing a Negroni shirt? Because it's a shirt. I got it for free. Free shirt. People love free shirts. I know, but I feel like... That's a thing. First of all, your shirt says bitter is better, and it's a Negroni week shirt. You don't even like bitter. I like bitter. Ah, you're repping bitter. I pretty like strong bitter. over. You don't like Fernet. You don't like Campari. Campari's like sweet. Fernet's garbage. Campari's garbage. Do you too. like Aperol? I feel that's like training wheels, Campari. Um, I like, I think Aperol's fine. I like, uh, like Amaro too. You know I've drank Amaro with you. Fernet so is Amaro. So I'm like down with Amaro. Like, uh, this, it runs the gamut. You, want a, like you want like a sweet ass Amaro. Yeah. All right. Fernet just tastes like Jaegermeister to me. Give this man a Maletti and he's happy. <laughs> eh, that's all I want. That's just a, just a very sickly sweet Amaro. That's all I want. What I mean, I can be me and you can be you and that's about Speaking it. Speaking of Amaro, I should give a shout out to this place I went to this weekend. This guy in Glasshell Park converted his garage into a speakeasy. It's called oh, the, yeah. it's called the Stubborn Nail, and I, I I went and visited it, and it's it fucking rules. Yeah, What'd more people need to turn their bars or t- turn their garage into a functioning bar. Yeah. Well, you have a garage. What the fuck. I know. Fuck. You're really fucked. I gotta up. take my own advice. You gotta really take your own advice. <laughs> my roommate tries to park, and I'm just in there building a bar. Sorry. Uh, sorry, it's, guys. Uh, it's not for cars anymore. <laughs> this is gonna be a drinking garage now. I didn't tell you. Should have sent out a group text. Uh, no, so it's good, good and bad weekends yeah, all around. good and bad weekend. But now we're starting a great week because we got a great fucking guest. We got great guest. Let's introduce her right now. Liz Johnson is here, ladies and gentlemen. Liz Johnson's on the show. Hi. Also, oh, also Will Agajanian. Did I nail that last name? Yeah, that, that was pretty good. Ooh. How's it going? Will is also here. Oh, we're doing good. Damn. This is a good day so far. I, I, I got a lot to keep in the old head. You do really do. Liz... Uh, you guys are both chefs. Liz is recently departed from Friedman's, the sensation that rocked LA all this last year. Just won a best new chef nod from Food and Wine, and now you are departing Friedman's. It seems like this is an exciting time in both your guys' lives. Yeah, it's very exciting. We're just kind of trying to figure out what the next move is at this point. Right. Is, is do you feel like this next phase is going to be like a relaxation phase? Because from what I know about you, you guys have been so busy probably in the last four years of your life that like, is this like a take a breather time or is this like, like actively working on the new thing time? No, definitely not. Okay. So you're not time. like feverishly uh, testing recipes for the new Liz Johnson uh, restaurant? No, <laughs> not currently because I don't really know what the next Liz Johnson okay. restaurant is. Okay. It's going to be called Friedman's. <laughs> and, it's and we're going to serve r- white and black cookies. Right, yes! exactly. <laughs> you're, you're just opening a cookie pop-up. Like, I'm taking the best thing from Friedman's. It's going to be a gray cookie. We're going to mix the colors, you see? People were obsessed with that cookie. I'm, I'm, we're, we're not like sweets guys. We're savory no, daddies. We're savory daddies. But, uh, savory daddies. First, of all, first right. of all, let me just say, I fucking love Friedman's. I uh, thank fucking you. love... I'm Bl- Jewish. Blew me away. I'm Probably Jewish. one of my favorite restaurants in recent years that opened. It, it reminded me of my grandma's house. Like walking in there, like everything remind, like except for the food. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> the food would be like significantly it'd be like better. The, the ideal, idealized grandma. Like if your grandma went to CIA. Uh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But yeah, I mean, for for those that don't know, and if you don't know about Friedman's and you're a listener to the show, you're fucking up. Yeah, you really are fucking up. Friedman's was basically like a neo Jewish deli. I mean, how would you describe it? I I thought of it as like if a Jewish deli turned into like. A hip small plates restaurant. That's actually like a really good uh, term to yeah. describe it as a neo Jewish deli. That's like, probably the first time. It's not <laughs> like a, it is a deli, but it's also like a restaurant. You well, know, you're like, not going there to get yeah. cold cuts. Like, like, yeah, like yeah, exactly. 
Like, to be honest, I don't think I would have called it a deli. I think in the beginning, uh, we wanted to market it as a deli just because we didn't really know what else to call it. Right. But I want to say it's more of a Jewish American restaurant. I like mm-hmm. that. Um, but Neo-Jewish deli is nice. I like that. It sounds yeah. cool, right? It's yeah. Well, because deli connotates that we're serving, you know, tuna salad. Yes, and, exactly. yeah. and, and you did have sandwiches and, you know, you yeah. could go during the day yeah. and have counter service yeah. sandwiches. Yeah. But, but it was so much more than really that. really like that. Right. What, what was your initial impetus to do that type of food? Um, the owners had the concept in mind before I was brought on board. Okay, so you came on board to a concept that was already fleshed out. Correct. And was it appealing to you? Were you like, oh yeah, Jewish food, I can do something with that? Or were you like, like I'm gonna make oh, this liver is and onions better? Idea. Like clearly it wasn't something that I had in mind before sure. going into it, but once I think we kind of opened opened the book to Jewish cuisine, it was like, wow, this is actually pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, and it's also quite challenging, I think. Which was a big surprise to because me. Because of like the in deep ingrained traditions. Yeah, every, yeah. And especially in LA, like a, a Jewish deli town, everyone obviously has very strong opinions. Yes. There's obviously the camps. The, the traditions are ingrained from hundreds, even thousands of years. Yeah. yeah. So it's obviously in terms of a cuisine to put a new spin on and the city that you're in, that's kind of dangerous to do that. Yeah, and I mean, there's still people who don't oh, want to sure. accept that, you know? We <laughs> Did still, you get hate mail? Did you get death threats? We physically got hate oh mails. My what? God. Did you really? Like, mail? there's actually... Letters? I have a, Why are these matzo balls so tiny? No. They need to be bigger. I'll Please? show you a photo of one, but we actually physically got letters in the mail, handwritten wow. from people being like, Just you know, the Rubens Jewish too small. Just who are so actually, mad. Actually, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, Bubula, Shlomo, Bubula, sit down. Let relax. me tell you what yeah. a real fucking sandwich is. But I think the cookie, like, that's a good example. Even the people who, you know, were pissed with what we were doing, there was still one, for the most part, there was still, like, one thing that we could win them over with. And I think maybe that's why the cookie was so well received, because it was just, you know, it was a cookie. It wasn't much more than that, but it was definitely, like, a better version of of what the old one was, I think. Um, The cookie was super good, but I think... uh, Man, I don't even know what my favorite. I, went, I remember when I a, first went in, and like I had like the trout row popovers, which are basically like these little balls filled with cream cheese, right? Uh, we filled them with apple farce, like a like a oh, savory right. apple sauce. Filled okay. with like applesauce. Apples, yeah, applesauce. And, onions, and then it guys. comes with like cream cheese and trout row. Uh, creme fraiche. Creme fraiche. Yep. God, those were so fucking good. And that, that I think just that is 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 a, is a great embodiment of like. Keeping the spirit of it, but mm-hmm. obviously you're doing something totally new. Yeah, I mean, I'm all for just putting row on most on, on everything. <laughs> yeah, and and obviously that's, some that's like a very Jewish <laughs> thing to do. I mean, what was your connection to Jewish food before this? Did, had you did you have any kind of connection at all? Like little to, to none. <laughs> little to none. I mean, I grew up in upstate New York, where it's like heavy. Heavily Roman Italian Roman Catholic. Right, right, so, like, right. even so, growing up, I wasn't really around exposed to Jewish culture. Oh wow, that uh, was probably like a good thing though, because if you're coming in to put a new spin on this like ancient cuisine, it's probably for the best that you don't have these weird nostalgic ties. Like I've never even been to a bar mitzvah. If, there we like, go. I, I can use that as you're an like, example. Jews, I don't even know what they're doing. <laughs> they're holding they up chairs. Phenomenal. I know there's, there's a theme. There's right. so there's so, actually I didn't get a theme. My parents. <laughs> My parents are middle, like upper middle class, but we didn't get no themes. You didn't get a theme. We didn't get a theme. The theme was, was bar your, mitzvah. Yeah, <laughs> that the was theme the theme. Was, You're a man now. Did shut you have up. a DJ yeah. at least? Was we, had, we had a DJ? I had a I had a DJ and an MC, but my MC also doubled as a magician. Oh, so he, my did, God. he did like sleight of hand and card <laughs> tricks, which at 13 years old is super cool. He's doing double duty. And I was, and then which prompted me to buy a magic kit. 
Oh that my I, god, this guy must have been you good. You were the coolest 13-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was super, super cool, and every girl really liked me. Uh, yeah. man, you, that was nice. definite. You know, when, you know when the MC is also the entertainment, then the, he, he that's was, a low He was also like 5'1". Oh, yeah. that poor guy. And he were, and he like, it Do was you remember like, what his name was? Dan. Yeah. <laughs> his name was Dan. Even have like a magician name. His like, name was. Hi, I do bar mitzvahs. Are you the amazing yeah. Dan? No, I'm just like, Dan. No, I'm, I'm just not even Dan. that amazing hey, actually. The great I'm the competent Dan. Dan. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's crazy though. I mean, I, I mean, you kind of did that with French cuisine though at your other restaurant in New York, right? Like, it's like you didn't have any great attachment to French cuisine. Yeah, well, I went to uh, culinary school where we like French trained, but sure. no, I I never uh, worked in like a classic French restaurant. Right. But your restaurant, Mimi, in New York, was kind of French or... It was definitely French. <laughs> it was definitely French. <laughs> but also definitely wasn't, I don't know. But what, not like tradi- it, in the traditional it, Yeah, it, it was... I don't know how to describe it. You guys worked we, there together. We, we worked there together. Yeah. We used a lot of ingredients, though. You guys are French. engaged to be married. Yep. Hey, for congratulations. A for a long time. We've been engaged You've for been like busy. five years now. You've been busy. You guys don't have time to plan. No, absolutely not. We you don't, don't have time. All you got time to do is cook and maybe go on a trip to yeah. Spain. You guys met while staging at Noma. Correct. That is a that's a romance right there. <laughs> if you can if you can like forge a romantic relationship in that like I'm assuming a very high pressure, exacting, uh, demanding environment, that says something. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of nodding. Right, right. sure. They're, they're yeah, nodding. Yeah, they're they're it's, well, it's just it was, funny to think back. I mean, that was a long time ago. We, we'll we'll t- tell us like when we you bonded, met. We were bonded you, when we were you, picking elderberries out in the forest. Right, exactly. We were foraging yeah, pretty for much, actually. <laughs> on the misty shores. Well, I don't think it was like an instant... Uh... I came into a pine grove searching for a certain type of mushroom <laughs> that Renee had demanded we have for service. This is, you're, so they're actually like now the third two and three that had Stajanoma that have been on this podcast now. Wow. Well, uh, I guess we just get great guests. I mean, you just I get great guests. These are, I guess these are all good guests. are doing out here. Yeah. Uh, you guys were both staging at the time. Correct, yeah. Um, How long were you guys both there for? Uh, I was there for a month and you were there longer. I was there for three months that Damn. time. Damn. I mean, that is... How do you forge a romance while also like working your ass off, uh, you know, in one of the world's best kitchens? Well, I think we both had similar values and like, uh, you know, we typically agree on everything when it comes to food, which is one of the reasons so I think we're still together. Food was <laughs> the initial common ground. For sure. Right. I mean, we were both cooking in a restaurant, sure. but I mean, it was the kind of thing where we just happened to work on a station that, you know, we had to be in at 6 a.m., Together, Jesus. so it was like you both reach for the paprika at the same right, exactly. time. Your and hands touch, touch fingers, breath, sparks. They don't know. use paprika. Yeah, I was gonna, <laughs> <laughs> they might now. Yeah, I don't know. Renee hates paprika. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was. I mean, that's a great like chef romance story, though. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. He actually proposed to me at Noma. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> at a separate, on a separate occasion. Though. Oh okay, I was, and the damn. ring, the One ring was in, in like no. a, a bird's nest. No, it was in a, it was like in a, a scallop tree. that was on like flaming <laughs> right, hay. Exactly. Yeah, a fl- flaming hay. How much flaming hay is happening at Noma? Uh, I actually, what was one of my jobs? I had to flame. I had to make right, the hay. Exactly. You're <laughs> the hay burner. I literally <laughs> sat in the parking lot and like flamed hay <laughs> in a in a barrel, in an oil barrel, for right. you know an hour. Right. Oh wow. Get back outside. We have more hay to flame. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny well well congratulations yeah, that's thank you obviously in, in the in just in terms of a chef romance that's you can't really beat that <laughs> fucking propose a noma and then it's like you have to get right back on the line renee no, gave i mean us, we weren't renee working. gave me we one minute working. for the proposal <laughs> and now, all right we're back in we're back in i got a hand flame 
Are no, we were eating there. You were yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. yeah. That's great. How many okay. times have you dined at Noah? Uh, that was my only time. Okay. I think three. Coming from someone who had stodged before you dined there, did it was it did it make it more impressive, less impressive? What was your experience like? Um, it was kind of crazy to see it from the other side. I think that it had changed. We ate there probably what a year and a half after we had worked there. So okay. you were like, "Yeah, this place used to be good." <laughs> <laughs> who's who's playing yeah. the hay back there? <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! Who do you got? This hay is fucking garbage. Yeah, I think like the menu had completely you know done, okay. a, done a one eighty before we had eaten there. The but I mean, you. Yeah. It evolved a lot. They were they were into like fermentation and like bugs and right. Renee, Renee like, was on his bug shit then. Yeah, so it was he it was, moved yeah, on it was different than the original stuff. Well, well, congratulations. I mean, that's uh, it's obviously hard in this industry to find the work life balance, especially when you're doing what you guys have been doing. I mean, you you moved from New York to LA to open Friedman's. Uh, is that accurate? Originally, I was helping somebody open a restaurant here. Okay, so I was like, I moved. So you, I was dragged the, her out. So you're kind of the impetus of Correct. the LA. Group. <laughs> you're like, all right, baby, we're going to LA. She's I mean, like, I wasn't. Why? I wouldn't say dragged me out here, but uh, yeah. I mean, the reason we we moved out here because he was he had a job. How do you like it? Uh, the driving kind of sucks. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. You're not a huge driver. No, no. Yeah. The, the traffic part is absolutely the worst yeah. part of it. Well, where do you guys uh, but live? It's been nice. We live in Culver City, so. Okay. Shout out to, Shout Culver, out to Culver City. Fucking well, you guys, guys got to go down into Wallace. You got to come I mean, to Wallace. Their flamed hay is pretty our, garbage, our, but the rest yeah. of the menu is very strong. Yeah, our tasting menu isn't very good. It's only 21 <laughs> courses instead of 29. No, we don't have a tasting menu. <laughs> so you moved to Culver why, why did you, just curious, why did you end up moving to Culver City? Just a convenience thing? Uh, I was yeah. close to work. Okay. Convenience. Kind of close yeah. to work, yeah. I mean, what a transition, though. Like, did you have any, like, prior love for L.A.? Any experience No, actually, Had probably, you ever even been here? Probably hate, I feel like, because I used to live in Boston back when the Celtics and the Lakers. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, you got some but sports But let, let's be real, like, I don't, no, I don't watch sports. But I just right. remember <laughs> when, I lived, when I lived in Boston, it was, like, when they were against each other in the, I don't know. Right. So you heard a lot so of That was, like, 2008, 2009, So, like, that's probably my only experience with, like, even having L.A. as, like, a thought you know, it just didn't really cross my mind. Yeah. Right. Uh, but well, now that you're here, do you plan on staying? Yeah, I think Wait, so. so. You've been here yeah. for like two years or a year and a half. About a year and a half okay. now. Okay. So, so what, what's changed about your perception in LA in that time? Um, I mean, the ingredients like are pretty different from everywhere else. Right. Mm-hmm. Even in California, I would say. Uh, right. We have a, there's a farmer we use, um, named Stefan, who has a biodynamic farm, and he has a lot of crazy stuff like carob and ice cream beans and guavas and all these like products that nobody really uses. Shout yeah. out yeah. to Stefan. Where is yeah. his farm? It's in Topanga. It's, oh, it's that's like, rad. Yeah, so his stuff's awesome. I oh, mean, obviously, you know, everyone talks about the abundance of produce of, you know, living in L.A. It's almost like a cliche, but like, it's true. And especially yeah. doing what you guys are doing at your level, it's like that must be such a huge part of uh, yeah. you know I, I wouldn't say like the abundance of produce but it's more so the variety I think it's yeah. like okay. really unique to this location sure um, yeah were you planned all along like I'll open Friedman's it'll be fucking rad and then I'm on my way or was it like you know a, a decision in the moment uh, I don't think it was I don't think it was predetermined okay. yeah. but it was never going to be your restaurant though yeah it was, it was like, just you, you were going to write the menu and that was kind of it right it wasn't like oh this is my dream restaurant. So you want something that's more personal as the next step? Definitely. Yeah. I think uh, we've we've come this far, and I can't really... I don't feel comfortable putting my name behind something unless it's mine. You right. know right. what I mean? And I think with Mimi and Friedman's, uh, ultimately it was somebody else's restaurant. Right. And 
you know, it's their call at the end of the day. So yeah, but you left on good terms. Yeah, definitely like left on good chill. terms. Yeah. It's like kind of the restaurant that like you can set it up, but it doesn't need to change a whole lot because clearly, yeah, of what it of what it. I mean, it doesn't. I don't think to, it should change yeah, much be, at all because of the neo Jewishness. Well, of it, you know, for it, a it restaurant helps. that I love so much, obviously, when I heard you're leaving, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Hopefully that was his biggest concern, actually. I'm worrying like, about I don't know me. her, but oh shit. I'm worrying about me. He really was worrying because, about because, you. Because, I mean, as you know, it's all about consistency. There's restaurants that open and they're so good, and then there's a there's a lineup change in the kitchen, and then they're not good anymore. So are they, do they keep the same essential team? Is or, the team or, yeah, people, or people like, fuck it, Liz is gone, I'm out of here. Yeah, no, exactly. no, no, it wasn't like that at all. I think the people who work there started from the beginning and they are just happy to still be a part of it and they kind of you know got promoted right and so they have more ownership and yeah i think it's good good well, that's good because that's like very familial then like it's like almost like a jewish like own like deli right like you it's have all about the same family. crew it's about well, community I go, blah, blah, blah. I, I go to the brent's deli the deli i grew up going Shout to, to Northridge, Northridge. which i just went with my daughter like a few days ago Aww. i know it was great and uh, <laughs> and the people have been working there since I was a boy. Like it's the same fucking. That's thing. crazy. Right. right. It's, it's like those it's dudes insane. at Musso and Frank's. Like I've been here for forty-seven years. I've seen everything. And you're like, uh, and they're like, I'll tell you how you want your martini. And you're like, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. You will. So obviously, you had a pretty small team in Friedman's. Yes. You guys small. must be a close-knit unit by this point. Yeah. And so they must have been fucking bummed to see you go. Uh, yeah, I think it was. Uh, mixed mixed emotions. Okay. There yeah. was like one guy who was like, finally, God. Yeah, probably. Got, I'm yeah. sure there was more than one guy, but uh, it's like a small team. It's a small place, small It was definitely a small team. Okay. It had what? Five, seven cooks max? Seven cooks, yeah. yeah. What was it like 40 seats? No. Nah. Uh, it's fi- 56 seats okay. in total, but we never really, uh, you know, sat on. We could have sat people on the bar, but we never really got around right. to that. Okay. What what was your what were you most pleased about in terms of the menu there? Because there's so much good food on that menu. What was your like if you had to pick one? Um, I think the most underrated thing on the menu was probably the mutton chop. Oh something. yes, I never had that with the anchovies on top. Correct. Yeah, I got that the that first time I went. Literally there. Literally speaks to him as a human being. I got that the first time I went there. First of all, we talked about this on the podcast. We have. You always see lamb on the menu. You never no see one mutton. puts mutton on a menu. Mutton's not sexy, but it should be. It should be. It's delicious. So that comes out. I'm like, they, they have it as mutton on the menu. Super juicy. And then there's like a, a cross of anchovies on top, like a little X of yeah. anchovy fillets. I, that sold me right out of the gate. I, I, fuck, I still think that's one of my favorite things there. My favorite thing there is still the hot dog. The what the hell? <laughs> I, I, I know. I'm just. I don't know You're why. You're so sick of talking about this hot dog. No, I mean the hot dog's good. It's hoffy. We're hoffy dogs. Yeah. But like, right. I mean, no, I'm not make doing anything. To no, I know, but it's just with so the cream good. cheese. Yeah. With the cream cheese. Yeah, yeah that's it's, like the most involved thing. No, exactly. Yeah. It's the most involved hot dog. Plus, I've there's ever like had. nori on it, right? Uh, the, yeah, the furikake. Right? The furikake. Yeah, that's kind of like one of our house seasonings. We put that in a lot. Everything spice that has like that was fucking delicious. It's on the half sour salad and also I love that salad. The the pickle salad with avocado. Avocados and like an everything bagel spice yep. that has furikake in it, seaweed, uh, seaweed and so satisfying. Yeah, anything with anything with everything bagel spice on it is just. I mean, what what's even in there? You got sesame seeds. You got fucking gar- uh, white dried sesame, garlic. black sesame, fried shallots, fried shallots, Malden, seaweed, poppy seeds. I'm messing with this. Yeah, fried garlic and like maybe two other things. I'll put that on fucking everything. So fucking good. Put it on everything. I'll, it's an everything spice. You, you can actually get it. Like, at, at, have you seen it at Trader Joe's? You can get it. Yeah, yeah they sell like a like yeah, a seasoning yeah, thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just Joe's buy that. Don't you. make it on your Trader own. Joe's. Just buy the Trader Joe's. Yeah. Shout out to Trader, Trader Joe's. Joe's. We know where you Trader stole Trader that Joe's shit from. Trader Joe's for making stuff. <laughs> 
Right, you're just using the Trader Joe's one, but you just put for a cocktail. <laughs> in it. You're like, I, I made this so up. So the I, recipe is look, one part Trader Joe's, so don't worry two parts snorri. Old old recipe that Renee taught me back when I was the I was the hay burner there. Don't worry about it. It's definitely made this myself. It's not from Trader Joe's. Uh, yeah. So yeah, the mutton chop really was very quite strong. I'm okay. Yeah, but that's still going to be on there. I can still get the mutton chop. Yeah, I believe so. I'm okay, not. You're not yeah, I don't know. Anymore. You're going to go back and it's just going to be all hot dogs. Who like, is the fuck, guys? Who is the executive chef now? Someone who is working there? Or did he well, bring in someone else to fill your place? Well, you were CDC. They te- did they give you an executive chef? Yeah, I was title? the executive okay. chef. Okay. And then the, the, I had two of my sous chefs working under me, a uh, girl named Keely Gonzalez and... Uh, Estefania Posos and both of them just were promoted. Okay. After okay. So I they're kind of co. They're the yeah, they're like the co chefs. So the, the team remains the same. Yeah, the team yeah. remains the same. The hot dogs will still snap. <laughs> the muttons will still be juicy and covered in anchovies. Yes. And the matzo soup will still be decadent and delicious. You know, I never have. I've not had really? matzo ball soup. Oh, I had a. Uh, I didn't have. Oh, I guess it was the one time I went without you that I Fuck. had matzo ball soup. Uh, I'm fucking up. Gotta go I, have love, it. I loved your guys' fish. The uh, salmon steak? You know, I, I didn't. <laughs> Oh, the, I see. The cured fish. The, yeah, I, oh, yeah, no. I got it. All those cigars. Those, like, Did you guys make your own bagels? Cigars. Yep, I made their own bagels. Those bagels were fucking good. Yeah, those bagels those were strong bagels. Good. Also, the wallpaper is like just the, my favorite. You, you don't like the wallpaper. No, I don't dislike the wallpaper. <laughs> okay. It's just, you know. If that was not your call. <laughs> I can see by the facial expression. You're like, that too many I would have done it differently. No, wallpaper. it's cool. I like the the bathroom wallpaper. It's probably my favorite. It's very MC oh, Escher. The bathroom wallpaper is oh, amazing. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like an MC Escher. Plus, everything's gold. Like all the fixtures are gold in the yeah, bathroom. Yeah, It feels it feels like you're in like a eccentric millionaire's bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yes, I had this wallpaper designed specifically for this space. Also, everything's gold. <laughs> It's a gorgeous bath. I think probably no, it is actually a top, really nice bathroom. That's a top five restaurant uh, bathrooms in Los Angeles. I actually Angeles. just go to Friedman's for the bathroom. I just yeah, walk I, in there and I, I said, don't worry, I'm going to get a hot dog. And then I walk gonna, to the bathroom. I yeah. sit there for about 20 minutes. Can I just buy a half a pound of that seasoning? Just put it in a Ziploc for me. Oh, what? You can get it at Trader Joe's? Fine. I want a deli cup of seasoning. Thank you to go, please. Thank you so much. Well, obviously, it's, it's probably bittersweet to leave an operation like that. But as you said, it's not your restaurant. Um, so... To that end, what's next? Uh, we is have, it top secret? Yeah. It is semi-top secret. You, right, I think, so you guys I think, are going to be opening a restaurant together. Uh, it's kind of up in the air, to be completely honest. Okay. We have a couple options we need to look into. Okay. Um, Some power meetings with investors. With that eccentric billionaire. Right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. He's How outside. gold will the fixtures be? Yeah, he's right, waiting exactly. outside. It's actually... Like, I'm thinking it's all Uncle Moneybags from the Monopoly game. <laughs> Not just gold in the bathroom, gold everywhere. <laughs> it really is a good-looking restaurant, though. That's You know, before I heard about it, I noticed it because it, it kind of unassumingly opened in a strip mall right by the Echo Park. Yeah, so everything's like light And blue I'm always and like, you know, I'm a man about town. I know about new restaurants. <laughs> I see shit. I'm like, I know exactly what that is. I remember driving by... Seeing like the, it has a very nice little like wooden facade and Friedman's yep. in gold, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" We and got I, a lot of inquiries about uh, if we were a barber shop. That's what I would have. Yeah. That would be. The I remember first thing I, I googled Friedman's and nothing came up, and I was like, "Oh, it's probably." I didn't know it was a restaurant, and then like two days later, someone mentioned it, and I was like, "Oh, is that the place that's in the strip mall?" And they were like, "Yeah," and then I went there, and I was like, blown away. I was like, "How did I never hear?" You guys kind of opened quietly. Yeah, it was a very You kind of just slid opening. right in there, or, or, or was that just my perception? Uh, no, that's probably accurate. I, I feel like for opened. a place that opened with so little fanfare, 
six months later, it was like it was all everyone was talking about. I mean, you guys got a lot of hype. It was, it was what we were talking about, like within the chef community at least. Everybody I know loves going there. Yeah, why do you why do you think that you got so much love immediately? It could be hard coming into a a new city. You know, you're not a known entity in LA. Obviously, you have a good reputation outside of LA, but like you know, it it can be hard just coming in and and throwing off your own thing. I mean, you, you it seemed like you were embraced very quickly by the chef community. Well, that's nice to hear, I think. <laughs> Did, was that your perception of it? Uh, or were chefs sending you, you hate think? mail? Or were you like, I got a it's lot weird. of enemies? It's weird. I think because we were on the other side of it, literally when I was at Friedman's in the beginning, you know, I was working all right. day. You were working right. nonstop. Like, so, literally, I was doing everything right. in the beginning. Uh, and so I just didn't really have a lot of time to socialize. So it wasn't sure. like I was hearing Yes. Yeah, sure. People are knocking like... Hey, yeah. you're doing a great you're job back there. there. I mean, we did get that sometimes, but we also got people who would, you know, order a dozen bagels and be like, these are expensive. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, look, I got work to do in the so back. It was, I got it was kind of like mixed. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm glad to hear that it was received. Do you remember a specific moment where you got a review or someone came in and you were like, oh, shit. Okay. We're really doing this. Um, yeah, I think when Jonathan Gold, I mean, it was more so I was just, I just didn't think he was going to come in. Do you did you have any warning that he was going to be coming in? No, or did I'm you just see as like Alfred uh, Hitchcocky and like right exactly like fucking you, like you see it through the window like his shadow yeah he like slaps his suspenders yeah. he like, came in a total of I want to say three times before the review came out I like that he's yeah. thorough Jiggle no, is it, nothing if not no, yeah he he comes in several times though. before yeah. he writes the review but like yeah. they'll concentrate yeah. them within you know but I was there for all of them so it was that was good. There was one time when he came in for brunch and I had to like run in and I was... <laughs> you get the call, you're across town in Culver City. I like, actually Arr! was down the street at Blue Bottle, believe it or not, okay. and I literally did that. Yeah. <laughs> and it just... Jiggles was... in the restaurant, go! And I lived... Like, who's that lady running down the street really fast, <laughs> shrouding her face? So that means, um, you know, he obviously loved it. I mean, did he... The first time he came in, did he talk to you? Did you go over? No, or? not at all. Not no, at all. None of that. But you go over there and I don't like, know. Sir, I, I bought you some new suspenders. Please it give seem, us a It seems to be uh, like different, but in New York City standards, like you don't do that. Right. You don't, yeah. you don't schmooze with the food critic. You don't send. Nor should things. you. I don't think. Can't even acknowledge that you know who they are. Otherwise, they'll like do right. other it's, stuff. It's Those a delicate rip you balance. Apart. Yeah. Uh, you have to pretend. But it was funny because I remember when he came in to Friedman's. You know, everybody else was saying like, "Oh, did you go talk to him? Did you send him something?" And I was like, "No." No. No. Is that because <laughs> no, like, that guy's no expense way. account is fucking insane? Is that because he yeah. pay for his own food? <laughs> well, I, I'm wondering if that's like a more of a New York mindset, or if the, if LA chefs. Are I don't know. I kind of definitely. LA chefs probably don't send I, Jonathan Gold I, shit. Do I they? think I think if it's a if it's a if it's a tasty menu and there's no menu, you can just kind of sneak anything into that menu that you want for him and give him right, a different kind of experience and give him the best piece of it. Sure. But for a, a la carte menu, you can't. Or it's if like, it's like a place where he hasn't reviewed yet. That's different than like he's going into like Republic and Walter's like, ah, send John out something. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, a longstanding institution as opposed to a place that yeah. hasn't been reviewed and knows that they're maybe about to get reviewed. Yeah, I, I think if you've been reviewed by him, I think it's fair to just send him stuff. But I feel like if he's, if he's coming in for the first time, um, it's kind of a, a weird... Sure. I don't, I don't know how to describe it. He loved it. That, I mean, that must be... Obviously, it's not all about Jay Gold, but it must be nice just to kind of uh, have that validation in terms of the L.A. scene. Yeah, it was great. It was always, you know, he was always somebody that I knew about even before I came out to L.A., so it was pretty cool to have him in and to see that he liked it. Right. Were you, Will, were you working at Friedman's? I went, I, I worked at Friedman's on Sundays. 
<laughs> um, so the day that he came in for brunch, Liz was at uh, one of the food and wine festivals. So the last time he came so in. So you was, cooked for him the last cooking, time. Yeah. Thank <laughs> God. <laughs> did he just get like so much? Did he get just like tons of shit? Um, did he get that mutton? No, well, he, 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 he was, never got... He came in for brunch, oh, yeah. Dude, but I've never been to brunch. You know what? You got to normalize brunch mutton now. Oh, my brunch God. Brunch mutton should there be There was... Thing. Okay, there was <laughs> one time that we ran a mutton and eggs special. And, and people one like, no one ordered it. One, one person? person ordered it. Oh, my God. That was See, probably the happiest person was, in Los Angeles that day. It was, a, it was a Los Angeles chef, actually. Damn right. That's because mutton is what the people in the know eat. The funny thing was it came in, and I was like... What are we going to do? Like, we haven't even <laughs> planned what the dish would be, so we just kind of winged it. And he loved it, so, yeah. Please tell me about that dish, because obviously... The I'm mutton a and eggs dish? Yeah. I mean, it was just, just the mutton dish with, with fried, fried eggs, eggs on top. Yeah. That sounds... With the anchovies? Yeah, I think oh so. Right? And everything spiced right on top? Oh, no, my God. No, spice. Other, other meats parsley. ain't got nothing on that yeah, mutton, curly, I'm Like, you. bring back the curly parsley. That's what it's all about. Fuck yeah. I mean, I... It was so funny, because we had had that conversation. How come mutton... Like... Lamb has to be up to a certain age, obviously. Correct. And then mutton is just a mature lamb. sheep. Yeah. So anything that's not lamb is just mutton. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that there's mutton that isn't good, uh, sure. that's too old. Yeah. Sure. And uh, there's a reason why we're not eating it, but we just kind of took a long time to source it in the, in the beginning. I, and I we found just it hit to the be sweet like, spot. yeah, if, like, if you had just called it a lamb chop, I wouldn't have, it was like so juicy yeah. and flavorful. It's it wasn't definitely like, a little bit different tasting. Yeah. Where, where is that? Where did you source that from? Uh, from a farm in California. We just kind of reached out. I reached out to them and said, you know, did you have anything I'm older? I'm looking for that good mutton. They Don't s- give me any of this bullshit well, mutton. Well, basically, I was like, do you have anything older? And they were like, yes, we only sell it whole animal. And right. we only sell it to Native American reserves in, I believe, in Vegas or around Whoa. Vegas. Oh, all right. And I was like, can I get a sample? He's like, well, if you want a sample, you got to try it in Vegas. And I was like... All right, fuck it. Let's just buy oh, one. Oh, I thought he was going to say, if you want a sample, I'll send you a whole fucking sheep. <laughs> no. But we just, yeah, we just kind of cross our fingers. You drove to Nevada for mutton. No, we no, didn't no. drive to Nevada for mutton, no. Uh, but that would have been like, like, like an a Indian restaurant. We did, however, like blind order it on the hopes one that it sheep. would be good. Yeah, and so that's like, what, 80 chops? 60 chops? Yeah, 80, 82 per Yeah. Per and then what do you yeah. do with the scraps? You, you make stock? You, There's very little waste. Very little. Uh, I would say the, the, like the rib parts were too, the meat was too thin. So honestly, we would just staff it because it wouldn't yield that much. Okay. okay. Staff meat. it as in feed it to your staff. Yeah. Yeah. For people who don't know. No, and by staff, it, I mean me. <laughs> right, exactly. By staff, I mean I would We were whipping that. mutton scraps at our staff. Like a mutton stew for family meals. But the cool thing about the mutton is that the entire carcass was tender which was crazy to me that was unexpected oh, yeah? so that's that would be different than a normal like if you just ordered mutton from a regular meat purveyor it would just be totally different well i don't think that you can find mutton from a, I, I mean that i think if you're going to get mutton you would have to specially source it yeah. no matter where you are um right. we also okay. did age it for three months two months two yeah age. two to three months yeah oh wow so what you're saying is your next restaurant is going to be a mutton-centric restaurant. I wow. mean, we're we definitely going to... I definitely want to bring back the mutton. They're going to open medieval times, but they're going right, to do it exactly. right. They're going to do it right. It's That's just not like, a bad idea. Like a medieval baron. <laughs> Dinner and a show. I love leg. turkey legs. I, Who no, doesn't I love, love a gigantic shit. turkey okay, leg? Okay, I had a turkey leg. We had a turkey leg at Ren Fair 2016. It was like my best bite of 2016, wow. for yeah. sure. Where, where was the Ren Fair? Out here? In, no, it was in New York. The spec when we were in New York. That's the best part about the Ren Fair. 
giant, get that giant meat. leg. And it comes with barbecue sauce. Like, I had no what? idea. Yeah. It comes with barbecue sauce? <laughs> well, at least sauce? the one I went to did. Yeah, like, it was amazing. This, this, isn't, this isn't period realistic. <laughs> what is this, Casey Masterpiece? They didn't have this back then. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, no, the records show that uh, <laughs> they would eat it often with a sauce made of various herbs. <laughs> I mean, I love a juicy... That's another thing. Like... Like, uh, you know, turkey can be just as juicy as pork, but I feel like it's often pigeonholed, you know, Thanksgiving. But, like, you get a juicy turkey leg, that should be a more menus. Yeah. Okay, I see where, the, I see where this next restaurant's heading. Underutilized <laughs> meats that you bring back into being cool. Yeah, maybe. It's hard in California. I feel like there's not that much good meat in California. It's like, it's a weird thing. The East Coast has a ton of good meat, but really? not that good produce. But. I always think of all these farms and ranches and shit upstate, like I think, Marin yeah. Sun Farms or whatever. And I would have thought that California has like a bounty of good meat. I think farther north, you have a lot of really good like okay. poultry. Um, but like beef and stuff is just all, like all the grass-fed stuff because of America and because of like uh, the regulations, they have to kill it at, I think it's like three years. Or you need to cut out the spinal cord so you won't be able to age it. But like for grass-fed meat to gain marbling, it has to be past six years old, which is why all the grass-fed beef kind of tastes like liver. Right, because it doesn't have that marbling, which you know that's fattest flavor. So yeah. it's. So, have you had uh, meat from Marin Sun Farms? I think Stefan brought it. I think wait, wait Marin Sun. That's where you. They have. The, I tried a, like a hanger steak from them once. I don't think I ever okay. tried anything. Because I've had a ribeye from them, and I really thought it was the first grass-fed ribeye that I had. That I was like, this is like. Right up there, like it. This is like as good or better than corn-fed for me. And obviously, I think the taste have, is a I think different. they use dairy cows. I think. Oh, oh they, they do it mindful meats, which is their partner. Mar- okay, so it's Marin Sons partner with mindful meats, yeah, but maybe it could have been. Merged, I, think. I think they're merged, so it could have been a dairy cow steak. But all, but you got your mud hookup, so that's all you really need. Yeah. Well, I think in the beginning of Friedman's, we were under like a pretty tight budget, and we couldn't afford Marin Sun Farms right. beef. We'd love to have it, but uh, yeah. it just wasn't feasible. I think we did in the... No, we used Mindful Meats for tartare like in the very beginning, but uh, nobody ordered beef tartare at the deli, so... <laughs> See, I would have. I would have definitely I'm, ordered beef tartare at the I'm the best customer. I'm the best restaurant guest. Because I order all the best things and I appreciate them. You actually are a really good diner. I'm a great diner. You're a really oh good diner. Oh my God, I'm such Put a good diner. Put literally anything in front of him and he will eat Well, that's not true. I just, I feel that's like not, I order, I feel true. like I order well. Or, no, yeah, yeah, you do order well. Ordering is an art form in its own right. I feel like, yes, you are the dudamel of like, ordering. Like, sure, you guys are in there cooking and, <laughs> and using techniques, but who's the real artist? Yeah, it takes a real hero to well. order food. Maybe I'm the real artist if you think about that. Uh, so, th- you know, th- this is an exciting time. Um, obviously... You guys are a couple who have been super busy for the last probably five, six years of your <laughs> yeah. life. Like, are you just going to, like, go on vacation? Like, obviously, you're, you're working toward the next spot, but, like, are you just going to take it easy for a while? Well, I mean, we are taking a trip, but it's pretty jam-packed. Oh, right, you're going to Spain. You're going to Spain. Amongst a My couple other country. places. So you know the full itinerary. Yeah, yeah, well, it's, yeah. break it's, it down. It's Spain, uh, London, uh, kind of all over Italy, uh, Paris, um, and then we're driving around France, but our, our we're not really staying in one place for more than two days. So it's kind of like eat dinner, then drive four sure, hours. Sure. <laughs> then well, the next I'm morning, sure your drive restaurant itinerary is like it's, fucking yeah, solid. It's, it's 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 like a lot of work. Uh, did you did you plan everything? Yeah. So it's you know. yeah, and Have I drive. Guys, that's the trade off. That's the trade off. <laughs> Listen, you plan all the meals. Right. I'll drive. Have you have you been to Rome before? I have. She has. Okay. Well, just on this on the topic of anchovies, I was just there, and the quality of anchovies. They love anchovies in Rome. I just ate so many anchovies. I've never been happier. 
the happiest the happiest week of my very life. very cool uh yeah you're gonna have what's your what's your rome what's your rome dinner that you have locked down uh there's there's like there's nine, like five. nine restaurants <laughs> okay. Okay. in like two days okay. so it's, it's, i'm it's, gonna compare notes with you after uh that's that's exciting i mean you guys have never have you ever even been on an extended trip like that together have you had time uh we've been in on a couple okay yeah. <laughs> so you found time to, to live your lives but we i mean between mimi and los angeles we yeah. we went about three weeks kind of did like norway and uh spain and nice but we also spent time abroad in uh japan and hong kong this was like four years ago now yeah. but you, you guys have bopped around yeah, but when we were in Asia, we were working, so it was different. Right, you were both working at different restaurants, right? Correct. So that obviously makes it hard to see each other on the reg. But yeah, our vacations are not really. I mean, they're work to us, you know. Well, you're you're they're researching. Yeah. yeah, eating we're definitely, is research. Definitely learning a lot. Um, yeah. I think it's pretty inspiring to, you know, see other cultures and just immerse yourself in it. What What would you say if you had to pick one, your favorite eating country outside the United States would be? Got to pick That's one. That's a tricky question. You got to fucking pick one. Um, they're both thinking extremely hard right now. I like that. They're really no, really no, they're really like, when you, when you travel. I think living overseas when you go for like if I if I had to live somewhere, right? Uh, That's think, different than just being there yeah, for a cause, week. Because 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 like in America, the nice thing is like the thing you miss when you go to places like is. Unless I was super rich, like if I go to Japan and I want Italian food, it's either going to be awful or it's going to be expensive. Yeah, it's going to be like the fuck. best Italian food of my life. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. But it's going to be three hundred dollars. Right. Yeah. In America, you can get like anything. Like <laughs> when I was in Spain, like I, I lived in Spain for uh, over a year, and it was like there was, like you can't have Japanese. There's Asian food. Right. Oriental food is what sure. they call it. Is it or- it's and, Oriental yeah, food? And they had like, guys. They had, maybe we uh, come up with a different name. Here. <laughs> uh, <ew>. Yikes. <laughs> And they had tortilla espanol and baguette on their buffet counter. They're all buffets, right? <laughs> like it was, it was sure. like atrocious. Like, so I mean, but Spain obviously amazing food. But you're saying, oh, yeah, the like, variety, Spain. But like in Spanish, Spanish cuisine, I think is some of those cuisines that like is. I mean, it's, it's like Italian. It's, it's just so different based so on regional, where you are. It's yeah. like it's the size of you know whatever, Texas, and it's sure. just like crazy different then you come to america and you go to texas it's like all barbecue right exactly <laughs> like, you know. but also recently we've spent a lot of time in mexico which it's like kind of a new found thing for me i love that mexico. i think is pretty incredible yeah um i can't really answer that question okay don't, don't. but t- tell us about your travels in mexico then because we've we talk a lot about mexico on the podcast uh i've i've love mexico and its food and just as a country uh what has impressed you down there um we've been going probably like once a month Oh damn! On and off to Tijuana and Ensenada, just driving. You know. Oh, yeah, that's the best. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much my only experience with Mexico. Okay. I've been to Mexico City once, but not extended. But okay. I think that's such a great part talking about you know changing to an LA lifestyle. The fact that you can just drive to Mexico yeah, it's, is yeah. awesome. It's so a, rad. It's incredible. It's yeah. three hours away. It you is. Know? Uh, yeah, for for our non-LA listeners, it's like it's it's very easy to just drive down to Mexico for even a day trip. Or to just drive down and spend the night in Ensenada. I mean, things are cheap, fresh. You're on the you beach. Go, you go to Valle. I mean, even just to, Baja. the wine country. Yeah, yeah I haven't been, we Guadalupe. haven't spent time there yet, but that's definitely it's on the high list. on my list too. It's crazy yeah. driving through because there's like olives. There's like people on the street selling olives and yeah. olive oil, and it's like, what is going on? It's that Mediterranean <laughs> vibe. Yeah, because yeah. the Spaniards brought the olive trees and sure. all that stuff, and they planted them. So I think they're like the oldest olive trees outside of like they're telling us like outside of Spain, Fuck or yeah. outside of you know, Europe. Yeah, like, Mexico's great. Yeah, and also there's a, a tons of places I haven't been to that I think look amazing. So it's kind of like I want to spend more time in China, in mainland China. Okay. Uh, that's really interesting to me. And so, 
Yeah, I don't know what the best eating city. Well, you got to pack it in before you open your new restaurant because <laughs> then you're going to be in there fucking 20 hours a day. I know. Just dreaming about Chinese food. Do you, <laughs> do you think like, I mean, obviously, you know, congrats on the, the food and wine. Thank you so show. much. It's, it's a, a big huge. deal. That's a big deal. It's a big deal. You're like, what, 27? Did you like look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, you got this. You got this. Also, shout out to John. I know you guys obviously oh, yeah. know John. Yeah, I love John. Uh, John. Top 10 He's guests a homie. of the program. He's friend, the of, homie. friend of the show. Yeah, John nice. Yow at Cato. He's a good bud. Um, yeah, you guys represented LA in that class. And you were the only people from LA, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I think we were the only two separate chefs from one city. It's typically oh, really? that, that that tends to happen every year. I feel like there's always like there's well, they're, they're there's also the, 20, they're the chef of the same restaurant. Twenty nods, twenty young chefs. Was that? Uh, it's ten per year. 10 well, per I year. guess or eleven. Okay. Uh, no, is it ten? Yeah, you guys obviously were. I think a great representation of the exciting shit that's happening in LA. Like, if someone asked me, like, what are two spots that embody the excitement and the cool new shit that's happening in LA? But I would say just those Green's. like they're so nondescript too. Like when you go. Drive down. Sure, sunset, they're, they're both in strip malls. They're, they're both kind of out of the way. They both open without a ton of hype or a big restaurant group behind them. Yeah, just John doesn't have mutton on his menu. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Foie uncrustables can only get you so far, I John. Know, right? Jesus Christ! Well, I want some fucking sheep over Stop here. Stop making your beautiful, pristine food and get some fucking get some mutton, mutton on the menu. <laughs> Anchovies on top. So, so that must have been. Can you talk a little bit about the ceremony? You guys are flown to New York. You're rubbing shoulders with food luminaries. Were you guys in Economy all Plus? Over? Did they put you up in a nice hotel? I was not. Uh, I think it was just Economy. Ah, <laughs> but they, on, they actually flew line. us first to Vegas, so that's when we first met all of each so other. Okay. I'd never officially, I'd clearly had heard about, of a sure. bunch of the chefs on the sure. list, but never yeah. like officially. Actually, that's not true. Apparently, I had met two of them in the past, but I don't. It was a long time ago. Okay. Um, but we met each other for the first time, and John and I like instantly were kind of like clicky, I think, because great, we're also great. like a bit younger than everybody sure. else. Yeah. So. You guys are both Vunderkeens. Yes. And it was it was more so I was like John, I'm first so much about you. Like let's talk, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. and he was just kind of like okay, like he's like tight, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, right. pretty much. <laughs> you were probably two of the the two youngest chefs there, right? Yeah, John's 25, I think. And yeah, 20. I think John. Has he hate that guy. Yeah, he's a baby. He is. But he's just so adorable. God. <laughs> just so adorable. So, so you're meeting everyone, then you fly from Vegas to New York? Yeah, we, so we went to Vegas for a photo shoot slash like hangout session. That was pretty cool. They put us up. Uh, I don't remember. What the, Feeling like a rock star. No, I don't remember where we stayed, but it was nice. Uh, and then later, well, the hard thing was it was because this year was the 30th anniversary. They kind of wanted to like blow it out a little more, <laughs> which is why we all got flown to Vegas for this photo shoot. But... We knew about it so early, and we weren't allowed to tell anyone. That was really difficult. Oh, my God, yeah. Really hard, you know, because you're just, like, I would slip up and tell yeah. people. You right. know, you just forget. Yeah. Um, so that was hard because, like, the, the announcement came Just, like, in line at the pharmacy. I don't know if you know this, but I'm actually a best new chef food and wine this year. <laughs> Can we move the line along? I have, I have things to do. <laughs> Best no, of Chef 2018 like right here. More so oh, fuck, I'm like, sorry. I, I shouldn't have said anything. Like, I just okay. wanted to, yeah, tell my friends right, who course, are in the course. industry, Also, too. who yeah. fucking cares? There are some people who, like, guessed. They were like, why are you in New York right, right now? Right, And you're um, like, don't worry about it. Yeah, pretty Maybe much. I'm sourcing mutton. You yeah. don't know my life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the announcement came out in May, and then, yeah, it was a lot of fun. The party was really fun. Fuck yeah. We had a good time. What was, what was the highlight in New York? Uh, I got to go eat at King, which was one of the oh two chefs. God. Dying to eat there. Yeah, it was amazing. It was really great. Um, I think what they're doing is so unique for New York. What, and what is it that they are doing? I don't know much about King. I just keep. It's hard to it. like. 
I don't, I don't really know how to conceptualize it because it's so different, but it's kind of like a restaurant that I would imagine you would find, uh, in a small town somewhere in London or outside of London. Uh, they're, are they both But British? they're doing that in New York City. It's, it's two women, right? Yeah, two women. One's the owner and one's British, the chef? Yeah. Or? Uh, no, they're both chefs. Oh, they're both co-chefs. Uh, yep. And they're both British. Yeah, and okay. they were one of the other winners for the Best New Chefs. But they, sure. I mean, they're just doing something really unique and cool. And it's really exciting. What and was the was, best thing you ate there? Uh, it was all really good. The <laughs> desserts are like spectacular. Like, are you a pretty, big dessert person? I love desserts. Yeah. I think desserts are fun. And like, okay. I think when I was a younger cook, I kind of was like, I hate desserts because I didn't really know how to make them. Sure. It's a separate kind of world. But the, the older world. I get, the more I respect people who can like make amazing desserts and pastries. You don't like chefy desserts. Like I, I think, I think we, we like simple desserts. Right. It's not like, like a black and white cookie. There's, yeah, there's no like, there's no like swoosh on a plate and like you know crumbles and broken up cake bits. Right, right, like, right, right. That's what. Like, like you could appreciate a good that. a good ice cream or gelato yeah. over yeah. like a very uh, intricate. The same plated. goes for food. I, I, like, I'm full. Joel and I talk about this all the time. We we're fully on board. With we're fully on. I mean, when I first took over the, my restaurant, I was trying to do a lot. I was younger. I was four years younger. I've been there for four years now, and. I grew up with right. my restaurant. Your beard was garbage. My beard was terrible. It wasn't long. We had no mutton on. We Damn. Still don't. But like now it's just like, it's simple. It's like make a good sauce and cook a protein correctly right. and, yeah. great, and hide it with chervil. Great ingredients prepared <laughs> just simply, simply and very well. well. Yeah. It's just all, and then covered in leaves, John. At the, at the end of the day, you can, do, you can do a lot with stuff, but if you don't execute it properly, then why? And if you're not starting with good ingredients, shit? you're not going to end up with anything fucking worthwhile. Yeah. yeah, so that's why we only use Foster Farms chickens. <laughs> only the finest. And, uh, no. Only the finest. The finest hay. My hay guy is great. I've got a great hay source. We get all our carrots pre-shredded. <laughs> well, that, that's, that's super exciting. I, I want to know if you have any copies of your hate mail that you guys got. I have a photo of it, yeah. And um, if we can post it. Can, can <laughs> we read an excerpt or you just have a photograph of a physical letter? That I have. I took you? a photo of it because I was so like astounded. I noticed. <laughs> well, if we could read some, I really uh, would. There, I noticed a letter that came in the mail and it said to the proprietor of Freeman's. Oh, no. So you know I it. No, no. You know when it says proprietor of And I, immedi- I instantly like sent it. It was also written, written in calligraphy. All right, let, let me see if I can read this. It's his, his, oh, the handwriting's not bad. Okay. So <laughs> was this the only physical piece of hate mail you got? Or you got nah, emails too? I don't, we definitely got email. I mean, but everybody gets hate mail. There was just a different level of it here because I think that the Jewish the community just so was strong. like, we have our own connotations of what you should be doing. And like, you know, we're not cool with what you're doing. But that's so, that must have been older though. People would complain about the Ruben being $15, but... The Reuben at Greenblatt's is seventeen dollars. Yeah, exactly. Langer's is eighteen. But, so it's like it's and Katz's is twenty two dollars. But that's that's what people saying. People who complain about a fourteen dollar hamburger. It's, it's crazy. Because like, where did you get the meat? Where are you, where did you make the bun in house? Did you get sourced it from like a really good bakery? Yeah. Like you're paying for all of these things. Yeah. It's, Jewish uh, Jewish food is an interesting thing because you the French food uses the same amount of protein, but people are okay spending forty two dollars for an entree in a French right. restaurant, but a Jewish restaurant uses the same amount of protein. Like you know. Cured salmon, all that stuff is expensive, but people right. will have a shit. Okay, fit I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna read <laughs> yeah. this whole thing, but uh, I just skimmed it. This is like some classic old Jew complaints. All right, here Did we go. Did you see the second page? Or yeah. The second page? <laughs> Another like, problem. Oh, yeah, I got that. Well, so, at the bottom, it says next with an yeah, arrow. It says, <laughs> you know, it says over with an <laughs> arrow, which I love. It's like I have no idea how to read letters. Thank you, sir. This is this is some great old Jew kvetching. So yeah, they talk about the Reuben, uh, and then we're down the second paragraph. Another problem was the loud music. <laughs> Why is this necessary at 12 noon? And the two young men working there are sweet, 
but need training in being more attentive and friendly. <laughs> finally, we found... Finally, like we're just coming in the whole yeah. stretch here. Finally, we found the ceiling lights just a little too bright and stark. <laughs> and he's underlined little here. <laughs> just a smidge. Just a scotch. And the water pitcher's awkward. <laughs> I love those water pitchers. They're great. We appreciate how nicely decorated and clean everything is and want to like your establishment. Most of all, if you just had more sandwich choices at lunch and a generous sized Reuben. I just want a big Reuben. That's all I want. And I want it to be cheap. I just want a bunch of fucking protein in between two pieces of bread, and that's it. Sorry, I spit on your phone doing that. It's okay. It's understandable. Now you can clone Carl. I I love that you got... I mean, it it really is a testament to that generation voicing their their grievances that you got physical hate mail. I I feel like no other restaurant... I no, that probably. definitely was like a first for me. Yeah, yeah, that is not a thing that happens. Like bad Yelp review is one thing. Someone sending, someone yeah. sitting down at their desk and like taking. Like, you know what? I'm gonna tell them what I think. I've only gotten an emails before, like not not like that because we're not like stupid, like specific to a, a certain like kind of style. But like, I if I got a handwritten letter, I might take the time to handwrite a letter back. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't respond to any of these. Obviously. No, and and let me just say, as a Reuben connoisseur which Enthu- i think I, i'm an i've been eating rubens uh, since i was a, a tender young man your guys are even fucking rules thank you that's so does uh, there's not much different from a classic Ruben. yes yeah in terms of like traditional shit your ruben is honing more toward the traditional end yeah of the i think the number one thing was number one thing is good quality pastrami number two is the bread i think is equally as, a, oh as important i don't like rubens on Fancy bread? No, I think that's you didn't kind try to fancy up your Reuben. It's like a hot dog. Like you're gonna eat it on a hot dog bun. Yeah, and that's how right. it's gonna Don't be try best. To fuck with Same it. with the Reuben. We went with just like a classic. De- they call it deli rye. Just yeah. like yep. you know, we get it from we got it from Diamond Bakery. Perfect uh, on Fairfax. <laughs> Shout out to Diamond. And Perfect. then the they make, only they other make a nice rye. Th- only other thing that was a little different was the Russian dressing dressing we put uh, smoked chilies. Into nice. that there was a there was a little depth there. It's little, not so much. Uh, I don't want to say spice because I don't think it's no, spice, it's but it's really. like just a smoky flavor. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a little depth of flavor that you really wouldn't expect, but it actually works super well. But yeah, other than that, that's all that's right. It. So I mean, I'm so, I'm so excited about your future. I'm glad you're staying in LA, but if Friedman Food goes downhill, <laughs> I'm gonna be crushed. I, I will. I'm gonna be crushed. I am still gonna go though. Like at least I've only been like four or five times. You know, it's like I, I still. Have, to, there's I still stuff I haven't tried. I think it's funny to say it's like I've only been for like like five or so times. Like well, it was like five one of those. Six times. It's like one of those things that makes L.A. such an exciting food city. Like just finding a place like that out of the blue, it was like oh, it was just such a goddamn pleasure. You know, and uh, it's it's cool to have you as part of a you know overall exciting food scene in the city, and obviously a lot of eyes on what you're gonna do next. <laughs> Are you feeling that pressure now? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Because obviously when you opened Friedman's, you know, you were a newcomer to the scene. There wasn't a ton of pressure. I mean, obviously you had probably pressure from your investors, yeah. but like yeah. now you have the critical acclaim. Everyone's watching your next move. How does that feel? Uh, yeah, I think it's, if anything, more pressure than yeah. right. I've ever really felt before. And right. more so just for not so much from outside, but pressure on myself. Sure. Um, I just want to find the right situation. Yeah. Right. So in terms of in terms of that going forward, are you actively looking for a space? Are you courting investors? Are investors courting you? I, I mean, I know you guys are about to take a vacation. You probably want to put all this out of your minds for the next, you know, however long. But uh, what part of the process are you in? Uh, we're kind. Well, we're just kind of. Yeah, I mean, we're looking Ooh, secret, around. Secret. 
we're looking we're looking we're touring actively touring spaces okay. yeah. we actually came from one this morning before okay. we got here oh, but nice. uh we're still courting investors okay um so if you know anyone what, what would be your <laughs> ideal you spot you don't have to go into specifics but like, like size, if you could have like location wise size location and, and, part and, of town yeah. food menu. to be honest i think location wise it would be outside of la really yeah, yeah. Like just outside? Just outside. Okay. So we're talking maybe so you're talking like, like Santa Barbara. Like LA proper? Or are you talking too like far. Too, too far? far. Are you talking like Tijuana? Uh, Tijuana, Mexico. That's, Woodland Hills? That would Woodland be Hills dope, but maybe not close, such a great. Close, Topanga. Topanga, 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 Topanga area. area. I like Topanga. Then you're closer to a mutton guy. Uh, oh, wait, to is, be honest, the, I don't know no. where the mutton guy is. but No, you're close to your Topanga farmer. Oh, yeah. got it. There you go. Yes. So ideally, you wouldn't want to be in the strip mall like Freeman's is. You'd want to have. Maybe something. I just think I've like I can't do that anymore. You're done. Yeah. Well, like, I, I need like space. I need like a. I just want to be in a location where a rush, a kitchen where it's like set up for food to be good and food to like succeed. I think that working in small spaces is something that I can do, but you know, you, no. You, like I'd like to be able to focus. You need some room to breathe now. Yeah. A yeah bit. You know, you've been you've been in small kitchens for a while now. Yeah. You well, need, and if you have carte blanche space. over what's going on, you want to have it just kind of mirror yeah. what you want inside yeah. your brain. Like you, this is the opportunity that you have now to finally have that larger kitchen. Yeah. And different. and so right now it's just kind of finding that. Space. So it's going to be like two thousand square foot kitchen and like four hundred <laughs> right. square foot yeah, dining exactly. room. Uh, Thirty seats. <laughs> Ten seats. It's going to be basically Wait, the size but, of but mini here, kebab. Here's something I just thought of. Your last two jobs have been other people's restaurants, so you didn't have to come up with a name. Now you're faced with coming up with a restaurant Ooh. name. The hardest part, as we all know, of opening a cool new restaurant. Yeah, I have some ideas. You got some? You got some again, chamber? it depends on the space. That's true. But yeah, I have one that's, I can't tell. That, you're, that your heart is set on? Yes. Almost? Almost set on. Almost set on? Well, we have so much to look forward to uh, with your career, and I want you guys to, when do you guys leave for your trip? 17th, I think. Oh, great. Well, then you get, we, we leave on the 22nd. But. Oh, sorry, 20, okay. yeah, 27th. Well, it, that's rapidly approaching, and you're going to have a great summer, obviously, of, of eating. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I'm so I'm jealous. Stewing I'm in your own you brain. You got that like, European food itinerary down. You know Will's been doing the research. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I did in Rome. I was like, I just obsessively researched like places and um, made reservations for like a month. I'm like, going to Paris uh, you better get on that in shit. In October. Nice. No, I decided I'm not going to research shit. I'm just going to No, that's, not, that's not the way to do it. No, I'm going to come with May, man. I'm just going to stop in and see what just, happens. Just go to the 11th and just go door to no, door. I'm just gonna, that's all you need to do. I'm just going to see see how it goes. Well, guys, it's a, it's an exciting time to be to be you guys. Uh, congratulations <laughs> yeah. on everything. And Thank you so much. I know us, along with uh, anyone who loves food in L.A., is uh, excited to see what you guys yeah. do next. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. And you know what? If I go into Friedman's next month and the mutton's like just okay, then I'm like, you know what? She's doing her own thing. Yeah. Okay, Carl, it's not all about you and your goddamn mutton, okay? So maybe just eat the mutton and just shut up. <laughs> not all about that. But I, I think Friedman's, I mean, obviously, you, your team was very strong. Yeah, hope it wasn't it, just I hope you, it obviously it was. Yeah, but I love my team. They yeah, great. so there you go. Friedman's, if you haven't been there, fucking get there. The mutton's still just as fucking good as it was. Everything's delicious. I haven't had one not delicious I haven't had one there. bad thing there. Except for that fucking Reuben. It was garbage. I should write a letter. I didn't write a letter. Where's my stationery? Actually, get me my stationery. Actually, Carl's the one that wrote the letter. <laughs> Fuck. God yeah. damn it. Look, the music was just very loud. We're playing hip hop and it was the middle of the day. I was confused. It, it was such... It, the, what is just a rap, a hip hop show? The tonality of the thing was just... It just reminded me of like every one of like my grandparents' friends. <laughs> my sugar in there. <laughs> 
Uh, well, guys, thanks for joining us. That's, yeah, that's thank you. Thanks for having us. Shout out to Armin. Shout out to fucking. Let's let's say shout out to fucking Armin for being. Amazing. Yeah, shout out to Mini Yeah, Armin's the Kabob. best. Yeah. Armin he's, is the best. He's definitely a, a, a very unique person. He's a man. Very he's happy. A man he's, a man. he's a mensch. Um, do you guys want to plot your Instagram? You're just at Liz Johnson, right? Uh, it's underscore underscore Liz Johnson. Underscore underscore Liz Johnson. Will, you're on Instagram? It's, it's Wagajanian. Yeah. Wagajanian. Try to figure that out. You can figure it out, folks. Yeah. Follow them on Instagram. Obviously, you know, when the new thing opens, you'll fucking hear about it. Yeah, we'll be talking about it. We'll be fucking talking about it. We're going to have 19 episodes dedicated only to this topic. Right. We're going into Mutton Week. Yeah, we're going uh, into Mutton month, Week. So this is actually Discovery Channel has Shark Week. Great we got Mutton Week to Mutton Week. Um, you can obviously follow me always on Instagram at Carl Hess. Also on Twitter, Joel is at Joel David Miller this on the gram. Twitter. Follow the fucking pod on the gram. It's at Yap Pod. That's Y A P P O D. Um, same on Twitter. And of course, as always, you can email us yap42069 at gmail.com. Send us send us a letter in if you're an old Jew and, yeah, and you want to complain. Mail. Just handwrite a letter. Send, send an email. You know, don't don't handwrite. I'm, yeah, handwrite a letter and then send it to our email address. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Take scan a picture it, of it. Yeah. Scan and it. Email it to PDF us. PDF and fucking send it on over to yap four twenty sixty nine gmail dot com. Uh, thanks for listening. As always, get on iTunes. Leave a review. Um, leave you know, a rating. Leave a rating. You gotta do it. Um, thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week. Mm-hmm.